things I want to talk about. I know I mentioned I mentioned in the first segment. What's going on with the Lakers is a, is an absolute train wreck, and it's obvious it's obvious that AD is is has peaked, and he's on the back nine of his career. I know people don't want to hear that because AD is not extremely old, but these big men, especially that have feet issues and ankle issues and knee issues, AD is always hurt. He's always writhing around on the on the court in pain. There's always something wrong with AD. LeBron, as great as he still is, LeBron's still one of the best players in the NBA, but he's a diminishing asset. He's not as good defensively as he used to be. He can't control, he can't he can't carry a team by himself. He can't control every game by himself. That's not a knock on him. He's 37. He's still putting up 28, 29 a game. He's still an amazing player, but it's not it's not realistic to ask LeBron to be the LeBron from 2014. That's not who he is. It's not realistic to ask of that. But this under this underlying story about LeBron James and you know, LeBron top two player of all time, maybe the best player of all time. I'm I'm actually moving over to the camp to say that that him and Jordan, it might be a tie. I don't know if you can say he's better than Jordan, but it, it might be it might be one and one A. Now me personally, if my life depended on winning a seven game series, I'm gonna put my money on Jordan. I'm not going to hesitate to pick Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Someone says one game, your life depends on it. I want Jordan because Jordan will fight to the death to win a game. LeBron, he loses the game. He's like, uh, I'll be I'll be at a club with Drake tonight. It's not the end of the world. Got a beautiful family. I've been rich AF since I was 16 years old. I was on cover of Sports Illustrated. I was the chosen one. I've always had Nike money. I've always had, I was driving a Hummer in high school. LeBron and, and these and these younger guys, I don't want to be the, the get off my lawn guy, but these, these younger guys are just built a little bit different. And you be built a little bit different too. You know, LaMelo Ball is going to make $500 million playing in the league. Maybe $700 million. He's, he's going to get max contracts. So he gets a max contract at 23. He gets another one at 28. He gets another one at 32. And if he's still good, he could get three max contracts. You're talking about 250 mil a pop. So LaMelo Ball is going to be a billionaire if he plays, if he's like CP3 and he plays till he's 37, 38. And he makes good investments. LaMelo Ball is going to be a billionaire. Well, that wasn't the case in the Jordan era. You know, LeBron James is already a billionaire. Jordan was playing for $3 million a year. He's playing for scraps. He was carrying, Michael Jordan was carrying the entire NBA on his back for $3 million a year. He got that Nike money. But his salary from the Chicago Bulls was $3 million a year. But this narrative, back to back to what I was saying, this narrative that LeBron James is going to play with Bronny when Bronny gets to the NBA. So so Bronny James is a is a junior at Sierra Canyon in in the Metro Los Angeles area. And LeBron is is continuously saying that, hey, I'm wherever Bronny goes. Whoever drafts Bronny, which is actually brilliant because he's setting his son up. We talk about nepotism. 
this is the epitome of nepotism. He's saying that, hey, if you want the LeBron James farewell tour, you draft Bronny. And I'm going to go wherever Bronny is. And I'm going to go to wherever, wherever my son is. I'm going to play with my son. And we're going to live happily ever after. It's, it's going to be like King Griffey Sr. and King Griffey Jr., which in theory is phenomenal. Problem is, have any guys ever seen Bronny James play? And I'm not, I'm not someone to hate on kids. Bronny's 17. I'm not usually someone that, that wants to put the kids in the crosshairs. And I'm not an NBA scout. And I'm and I'm not an NBA GM. I'm not I'm not I'm not le GM. But if you've seen Bronny James play, you you anyone that's seen him play will tell you. LeBron James Jr. is not a one-and-done NBA prospect. Now, I'm not saying that he can't go to North Carolina or Duke or UCLA or any of these elite schools and get coached up for three or four years and be ready to go to the NBA. Maybe he has a growth spurt. LeBron James Jr. is 6'3". He's 17, going on 18. So he, he started school. He was basically seven when he started school. So he's got a year of growth and advantage over many of his peers. That growth spurt hasn't come yet. Now, LaMelo Ball, he shot up from 6'2 to 6'8 almost overnight. But if you look at Bronny James's game, he's not really a point guard. He's kind of a – he kind of plays small forward position. Well, not a lot of 6'2 small forward, 6'3 small forwards in the NBA. Now, his athleticism is elite and amazing. I mean, this guy throw the ball off the backboard to himself, windmill, reverse windmill, all of that stuff. He's got the bunnies. He's LeBron James's son. So he's going to be better at jumping – and faster and more explosive than you. But in my experience, this guy, this kid's averaging about eight, nine points a game as a junior. Most people that are going right to the league, meaning that they're so good, they're going to go either play in the NBA G League as an 18-year-old, or they're going to go play overseas. They're an elite prospect, like an R.J. Hampton, those type of guys. Those guys are averaging more than nine points a game. Those guys are averaging more. I think at one point he was averaging like seven points a game. Seven points a game is not a lot. Lance J can put up seven points a game in high school, even at Sierra Canyon. Someone will say, no, you couldn't have done that. These are elite athletes. I'm just talking about a regular varsity baller. Seven points is one three. I can hit one three a game. Seven points is a three, a cherry pick layup. I'm definitely good for a cherry pick layup. That's five points there. You hit a couple free throws. That's seven points. You're, pay, you're playing for Sierra Canyon, which is one of the best schools in the country, which means that you're playing with a bunch of guys that are going D1. You're winning a lot of games in blowout fashion. You're getting a lot of garbage time points. And Brian doesn't even start for Sierra Canyon. I'm not saying that he's a scrub. I'm not saying he's a bum. This isn't me hating on LeBron. I think he seems like a good kid. He obviously has amazing DNA. He's going to be a, a fantastic athlete. And I think that I'm sure that if he works and I'm sure if he gets coached up and maybe grows a couple of inches, gets to 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, it's a completely different ballgame. But, but what I see now, I see a kid that's 6'3", that's pretty good. But at the end of the day, I see, I think it's more likely that, that Bronny James is going to be on Iona's roster in a few years to being in the league. Like this kid has Wichita State written all the the shockers written all over him. Like he he 
he he he actually looks like someone that if you want to go and start and get big minutes, you're you're not you're going to a mid major. You're going to Creighton. You're going to Ball State. You're going to one of the, you're going to IUPUI. You're going to one of those type of schools. VCU, a, a, a school that Belmont here in Nashville, a school that is is mid major. That flirts with going to the tournament that's a perpetual 12, 13 seed. I don't even see him as someone that's like elite and going to start at UNC or Duke. Or definitely not Kentucky. I mean, only people that go to Kentucky are people going straight to the league. I just don't see that in him. The receipts are not there. Now, kids are developing, kids are growing, kids are getting better. But but I think that I think we need to puff the brakes. On Bronny James, and I'm not I'm not saying this to hate. I'm actually saying to to lower expectations. Now I get that his father might be able to pull strings and get Clutch involved and Rich Paul involved and get him to go to the league. And it might be worth it to have the LeBron James farewell tour from a from a from a standpoint of marketing. It might be worth it to pick his son in the second round and glue him to the end of the bench. But I'm just saying on meritocracy, this kid is not. This kid's not an elite NBA prospect. This is a kid that's a glue guy that'll have a very high basketball IQ that can play defense, that can run the floor, can do some great things. It's obviously a, a D1 prospect. But but this is not this is not someone when you when you hear people that go straight to the league, man, you're thinking about you know, after their freshman year, man, you're you're thinking about the Zion Williamson's of the world, who's who's an absolute disaster, by the way. You're thinking about, like, R.J. Barrett. You're thinking about guys like that, LaMelo Ball. Um, uh, Bronny James is not in that league. And he's not anywhere close to that league. Lance J. Show. Seven Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Stop. 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 Stop.